This episode is a follow-up to the podcast on hypocrite. So let's touch base real quick on hypocrisy. BibleStudyTools.com says this about hypocrisy. Although no distinct Hebrew word for hypocrisy occurs in the Old Testament, the concept does. Primarily in terms of insincere worship, the Lord rejects sacrificial offerings and temple attendance when worshipers have no intimate knowledge of Him or genuine love. The verses cited here are Jeremiah 7, 4-11, Isaiah 1, 11-17, Hosea 6, 4-6, Amos 4, 4-5, and 5, 21-24. So let's think a second about these words, intimate knowledge of or genuine love of God. Have you ever attended a service without an intimate knowledge of God or genuine love? I know I have. When I began seeking God, I did not know Him. I didn't know Him intimately. I had an idea of who God was. But I didn't really know love. I didn't understand love. My understanding of love was kind of dark and had fear involved. I gave up on love due to hurt and misunderstanding. For more information about that, just check out my podcast on Experience with Love. My heart and mind was filled with corruption and baggage. It took inward repentance, cleansing, correction, obedience, and healing to begin to sense God's good. I had to submit myself for retraining involving intimate changes within my soul. I was guided toward rigorous fact-finding self-examination. This has everything to do with improving sincerity and reducing hypocrisy. I had to get to know myself. Self-deception and avoidance. It's an epidemic. If we rarely explore ourselves thoroughly, knowing ourselves deeply, how can we have intimate knowledge of ourselves, others, or even God? We are called to practice spiritual ways and principles like meditation and prayer. Many of our teachers, in my experience, lack in such skills. Our teachers aren't filled with an intimate knowledge of God, or at least in my experience, they're not. What I mean by lacking is that they're leaders of people towards spiritual change, towards God. And to me, anything that is lacking, a process that involves thorough self-examination, confession, repentance, making restitution or righting wrongs, taking captive every thought, making it obedient to Christ, when it's lacking that, it's lacking. The teaching is lacking. The Bible teaches these things. James teaches these things. Jesus taught these things. It's taught by the prophets in the Old Testament. These need to be taught. And really, people need to be shown. People need to hear testimonies of other people doing these things. I mean, it's happening. It's happening in 12-step groups across the world. But all this begins with ending hypocrisy, getting real, being genuine, facing ourselves, getting honest. So what are we learning? Jesus called out teachers in Matthew 23, pointing out their hypocrisy, calling them blind guides, hypocrites, fools, whitewashed tombs, serpents, and brood of vipers. Jesus was making a point that teachers need to practice what they teach. Teachers need to be more humble, more genuine, more real. Good teachers of God will have life-changing experiences to share and demonstrate how they are growing with God. They will be improving their practices with peace, sincere love, truth, 
and without hypocrisy. They will not flow from the mainstream, but instead speak truth that challenges the mainstream, just like Jesus. Ultimately, each of us are on our own journey with God and soul development because it's an individual experience. We each need to get right with God, personally. It requires a humbling of self and a genuine love without hypocrisy. In Romans 12, Paul is providing instructions on how to behave. The New King James Version, Romans 12:9, is entitled, Behave Like a Christian, and says, Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. For us to behave like a Christian, as described here, we will need a better understanding of love without hypocrisy. Hypocrisy can water down or diminish God's love, our experience of God's love. I have been in intimate conversations where I feel uncomfortable. It can be antisocial to be affectionate. Sometimes it seems like we need a right place and a right time to care, like public affection. Yet Jesus walked with such intimacy. If we are to abide increasingly in Jesus, then we ought to be growing in love without hypocrisy, regardless of the time or place. The first step can be simply talking about hypocrisy every day to learn about it. We could talk about the intimate knowledge of God, ponder what that is out loud with others. We can ask questions, learn, follow suggestions to grow in it, ponder how to grow in it, ask other people for their feedback on how to grow in it. Many of us may need to face our hurts and evil ways. Spiritual hurt exists everywhere, and it can feel normal. I grew up in a world of hurt. My peers and I accepted hurt as a way of life. We knowingly normalized evil. None of us knew any different. Later on, after my ways of living had broke me, I reached out for help. I was instructed to seek God and go through some simple steps to a new way of life. I was skeptical and guarded, but stepped up to the challenge. After a few months of living very differently, inwardly and outwardly, I experienced spiritual change. My soul was changing. I came to believe that living by spiritual principles renewed my mind and heart. I was trusting in elements of righteousness instead of my own understanding and how I learned things. The spiritual practice of being without hypocrisy was essential. I had to get completely honest about myself, my thoughts, my actions. It's about staying honest in thoughts, words, and attitude. I had to begin to identify deception, self-deception, how I convinced myself about lies to believe. 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. When I bring every or many of my thoughts into evaluation and begin correcting them, they change and new ones take their place. These new ones abide more with how Jesus taught and with increasing measure. It results in an improved heart, mind, and soul. When I just do what I do and avoid rigorous growth with God, my heart and mind can grow darker. One thing I've learned is that when I feel empty, angry, or fearful, my faith is off. I have a thinking problem. The way back has always required self-examination of my spiritual principles, my attitude, and making adjustments within my thinking. To stay the course with God, I need to examine my ways, to be aware of them. Am I a loving, forgiving, peaceful, honest, serving, and humble person? Or am I about pride, self-seeking, dishonest, manipulative, deceiving? Am I trusting and relying upon God? 
or am I out to influence other people, win approval, money, superficial things? How can I grow with God better? I can always do better. Sometimes I can be lacking in my development with God, and when I am lacking, my heart and mind go in destructive ways. With regular daily improvement, I have found that I don't get inwardly destructive. Instead, I get inwardly more peaceful and feeling fulfilled, more content, more confident. Jesus was not about money, status, food, or toys. Jesus was about love and peace. In order to abide more in Jesus, I believe we will need to reduce our hypocrisy and increase our love and peace. 1 John 4.8 says this, He who does not love does not know God. For God is love, and this love is without hypocrisy. BibleHub.com describes Hypocrites as a two-faced person, dissembler, pretender. According to OxfordLearnersDictionaries.com, dissembler means a person who hides their real feelings or intentions, often by pretending to have different ones. You ever hide your feelings or pretend to be something else or feel something else? Sometimes I'll say like, no, that doesn't bother me, but it really does. That's hypocrisy. That's being a dissembler. King James Version Romans 12.9 says, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. Vocabulary.com defines dissimulation as the act of faking your true feelings. Jesus called teachers out to stop this masquerade of acting. The Greek word for without hypocrisy is anupokritos. Biblehub.com defines it as describing sincere behavior free from hidden agendas, selfish motives, literally, without hypocrisy, unfeigned. It seems normal to hide our feelings. Throughout the past 32 years, I've been in countless situations where I did not know what to say or how to say it. I've encountered so many people who want to be fake and dishonest and want me to participate in it, and then I just don't know what to do. Sometimes I've chosen to stay silent, and others I've told them, I can't, I can't lie for you. This has totally impacted me in the workplace. I've had bad job interviews because I just can't put on an act. It's just not in my heart. I did get a promotion once for being honest. I've been in many social situations that have felt very awkward because I won't participate in the dishonesty or the deception or hypocrisy. Yet it still feels good to have spiritual integrity. So it's a curse and a blessing. Sometimes it's socially awkward, but sometimes because of that, I get to meet someone and experience a deeper and richer, more loving relationship. The goal really is to just improve our level of truth because deception exists no matter how hard I try to be perfectly honest. I've found that either I'm uncomfortably struggling towards the truth or I'm withering away more with deception. The practice of hypocrisy keeps us from sincere love and can wither away our souls. Jesus says in John 15:5 through 6, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit. But without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered. And they gather them and throw them into the fire and they are burned. That's John 15. Let's ponder a moment about the word 
withered. It means dry up. When something dries up like a branch, the core empties. You ever feel empty? I have. The water within it disappears. It becomes easier to crack or break and to burn. A healthy branch is fuller, stronger, and less prone to disease. Abiding in the vine for nourishment means we do as Jesus did, and that means without hypocrisy. That means we are developing elements of righteousness, God's ways. If we hide our feelings or true intentions, we practice deception, cover-up. This is not abiding in Jesus. This is withering away. When I practice falsehood over time, I feel, I feel like my heart, mind, and soul are withering away into a pit of darkness and emptiness. Bitterness, resentment, self-seeking, and emptiness slowly grow and can lead to wrath, fear, anxiety, and depression. This has happened to me, and it can happen again. In therapy, we can learn to face ourselves and get real about our feelings. But we can do this without therapy. It's just that our pride and social structure tells us not to do it. We can reset this structure with those who have enough faith to resist it and love without hypocrisy. How well can the Spirit of God work in a room full of hypocrites? If everyone's pretending like everything is okay and not really facing what they really feel and think, how can we really grow our inward being? How can our inwardness abide more with Jesus if we're faking it? Remember, Jesus could perform no miracles in his town because people didn't believe. At inwardauthority.com, you can freely learn the elements of righteousness, elements of evil, and elements for growth. I have them in written form and podcast. We can gradually improve our practice with righteous elements without hypocrisy. Matthew 5.20 For I say to you that unless your righteousness exceeds the righteousness of the scribes and Pharisees, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. We're to be closer to God than the way described by our average teacher. Jesus wasn't pointing out a mere few scribes and Pharisees. Jesus was pointing out scribes and Pharisees in general. It's likely to be the same way with teachers today. None of us are going to be perfect, but every single one of us can improve towards perfection. We can be less hypocritical. We can be more sincere. I hope and encourage others to have a sincere and genuine group where people can share their real feelings. Feel free to share with me your experiences at john15 at inwardauthority.com. Thank you for listening and may God bless you on your journey.